0: What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Wilson with Any Hour Services, and we're proud to help bring you this podcast. If you ever need a resource for information about your home's electrical, plumbing, heating, or air conditioning system, you can find Any Hour Services on Facebook, YouTube, or online at anyhourservices.com.
1: Welcome back to the JMAC News Show. My name is Jason Perry. I'm the director of the Hinckley Institute of Politics And I do love talking about politics. So glad to have you back with us. Glad to have you back with us today. We're next going to turn to our Lieutenant Governor, Spencer Cox, to talk specifically about some innovative things happening in state government, and one in particular. Lieutenant Governor, thank you for joining us today.
0: Jason, it's
1: great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Well, we're always always glad to have you with us. And I'm glad to talk with you about some of these innovative things happening in the state. You know, I, I was working in state government when we experimented for a little while with the four-day work week, which is one of those ways, trying to see if there's a way to make people uh, even more productive and maybe even save the, save the planet while you're at it. But you're doing all of those things again, hoping you'll take just a minute to talk to us about this telecommuting telecommunic- uh, tele- uh, initiative that you have been working on
0: thank you jason it's something we're really excited about um, as we were traveling the state working on rural economic development i actually have a telecom background and uh, and and i you know, we used to talk about the potential for telework, telecommuting, working from home. And uh, it, it, it started to take off and then it kind of died. And And we looked back and we did some research on, on why that happened and could, could we move forward with this. Turns out that it's actually alive and well. There are a lot of people in this state that are teleworking and they're doing it uh, in rural Utah. They're doing it uh, actually across the globe, working for companies in other states. And we realized that one of the problems was the technology had not really caught up with uh, with the needs of teleworkers. It's much different today. I mean, 10 years ago, we didn't have FaceTime. We didn't have Google Hangouts. We didn't have any of this, this, uh, the, these platforms. We also didn't have the the, uh, the fiber technology, the uh, the, the robust uh, infrastructure that we need uh, for people that have bandwidth in their homes to do this kind of thing. And so we, we put our heads together and we, we decided to do a pilot project. We had 130 employees. Um, They've been working from home at least three days a week, some of them five days a week, and uh, we measured everything they did because we wanted to track and make sure that this, you know, if it worked great, if it didn't work, we wanted to know why and and, uh, what was wrong. Um, we trained our employees. We trained our supervisors, which is another problem that didn't happen in the past because teleworking is very different. And uh, and we have some incredible news. Um, the, the good news is, of course, we took cars off the road. That helps with transportation. Those of us that have to commute or, you know, we, getting cars off the road is a big deal for, for UDOT, uh, Saves taxpayer dollars. We're taking pollution out of the air, which is a really big deal. Um, and uh, we're, people are happier. Our workforce is much happier. Those that are able to work from home and the best news of all that we didn't expect was we had a 20 increase in productivity. That means we're actually getting more done. Uh, Workers are accomplishing more at home. Um, That saves taxpayer dollars and now we won't have to build nearly as many buildings or or leases. So, just wins all the
1: way around. Well, that is just so interesting. I'm particularly curious about this 22% improvement in in performance because, of course, people look at an issue like this and say, who wouldn't want to work at home? You know, it's a chance for me to sit sit in the chair in the backyard and and answer emails, but you, you this this uh, effort that you've gone through right here proves that that's not the case at all. In fact, uh, it's imp- improving efficiency. Why is that, uh, do you think, uh, after this test case?
0: Yeah, I think there's a couple reasons for it. And uh, there's actually been some studies that have done. One, there was some research done that, in a paper that came out of Harvard that talked a little bit about this, too. But um, the, one of the reasons is, again, um, they have more time, right? They're, they're home, even if they're if they're working the same amount of hours they're not spending that time on the road stuck in traffic and and there's been a lot of studies done about how terrible that is uh, you know i have one of the longest commutes in the state i know uh, how 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 awful it is and what that kind of does to your psyche to be stuck in traffic on the road every day. So I think that that's definitely part of it. Another part of this is, again, we've been very methodical about which jobs qualify. We've trained employees on how to better work from home. Um, They have to, one of the things they have to do, is they have to have a dedicated workspace, and we have to see that workspace before we allow them to do that. So they can't just lay on the couch with a laptop. Uh, That just doesn't work. You have to have a dedicated space uh, to be able to do that. And so that kind of training and, and being methodical about it, I think has really helped and then again we're measuring things and and that helps people too they know that they you know they want to perform they're they're excited about this we we measured it for well over six months some of them eight or nine months and we didn't see a dip you know you might think maybe a month or two and then it dips off and that just wasn't the case and so we, we happier employees uh be having more flexibility, more time with family, their lives are more enriched and more rewarding, which makes them better employees and willing to work harder.
1: I can see that's all true. Uh, I want to talk about one of those things that that you you touched on a minute ago, and we're going to use it by invoking the amazing Fairview, Utah, which is where you commute from. Uh, How does this kind of test case open up possibilities for rural Utah, uh, for those jobs that we've been wanting, for opportunities in those areas?
0: Yeah, well, as I mentioned before, that was the whole impetus behind my, my wanting to do this. And, uh, we have a problem here on the Wasatch front, and that is that we have lots of jobs that we can't fill. Even at the state level, we're having a hard time with 2.9% unemployment, um, finding people who will, who can work in these jobs. Conversely, we have a bigger problem in rural Utah, and that is that we have high unemployment in many areas, um, people who can't, uh, who can't, get jobs and and who need desperately need these jobs this is the, the the perfect combination of those two things it allows us to fill jobs in rural utah that before only existed on the wasatch front give people an opportunity to compete for these jobs they they again get to uh, to work from home and build economies there and 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 even better kids like me who uh, grew up in rural Utah who are now working for the state um, and want to move back can take their job with them. And, you know, if you move back to rural Utah with a job of paying $60,000 a year and you get to take your kids back there and raise them there, that's going to improve the community. That's more kids in those schools. That's uh, moms and dads who can be on the PTA, who can run for the city council, who can give back to these communities and build them from the inside, people who want to be in these places. And uh, and we we expect that over the next uh over the next year and a half, we're to two years, we're gonna be uh we're gonna be doing, a, a, we, we think about 2,500 of these jobs will be able to to uh, be telecommuting jobs and we think of 5 to 600 and hopefully more of those will be in rural Utah, which is a game changer.
1: Oh, it really is. Such a, a great uh, aid to those uh, communities. Uh, as, as you go forward over the next year and a half to two years and get to uh, 2,500 workers uh, commuting, or, or not commuting but working from home, what kind of impact are you projecting on the environment? Knowing that you've already said just in the small test case, about 273 pounds of vehicle emissions were eliminated.
0: Yeah, so we uh, we actually part. Of, if you wanted to participate in the pilot project, you had to let us know exactly what kind of car you drove, um, how far you would drive it into work each day, and uh, and that allowed us to compute the uh, the emissions that were coming out of those vehicles. And and again, what we found, and, and maybe not a surprise, is that this initiative has done more to clean the air um, amongst uh, amongst our employees. Than anything else we've we've attempted, and and again expanding that now we'll be taking thousands of pounds of emissions out of the uh, out of the air, which is is better for all of us, especially on those red air days. Um, I'm hoping that we can expand this even further, and again we're we're going to take this out to the private sector as well and show them our data that this can work, even though maybe 10 years ago it wouldn't work, it can work now. And uh, even if people can't telecommute every day um, or, you know, three days a week, even if they could just do that on red air days, like a snow day, but still be able to be productive from home, um, we think that this has an opportunity to do more than just about anything else we've attempted to clean our air.
1: Wow. It's a great great effort. Sounds like you're having an impact already. Love to see the innovation in in government. Thank you, Lieutenant Governor, for all you're doing. Thank you, Jason. Have a great day. Thank you all for listening to the JMAX Show. Still glad to have you with us. I'm Jason Perry with the Hinckley Institute. When we come back, University of Utah President Ruth Watkins. JMAX.
0: What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Wilson with Any Hour Services, and we're proud to help bring you this podcast. If you ever need a resource for information about your home's electrical, plumbing, heating, or air conditioning system, you can find Any Hour Services on Facebook, YouTube, or online at anyhourservices.com.